You're listening to Colorado Sportscast Podcast. This is the Mortcast featuring Jeff Morton. Now, here's your host, me. What is up, everybody? Thank you all again for joining me on the latest Mortcast, part of the CSG Network. Uh, I am, of course, your host, Jeff Morton. Um, I want you all to join me in wishing Nate Timmons uh, the best of um, of uh, wishes. Um, he is having a little bit of health issues right now, nothing serious. Um, so all of you say get well soon to, to Nate. And uh, hopefully um, he'll be back with uh, us here pretty soon. we got some exciting stuff going on with CSG. Um, so it'll be exciting to see uh, what we all do. Uh, I've got some announcements coming up here soon. Also, there will be a long-awaited uh, additional podcast coming that I will be uh, doing a separate and apart from CSG. So uh, look forward to telling you all about that uh, when the time comes. All right. The Denver Nuggets just beat the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder, and uh, that was their fourth win out of four games this year. They have swept the season series, and I think that now that we are past um, that portion of it, and really the Nuggets have dominated their division outside of uh, Utah. They've lost two games to Utah this year, but... Outside of their division, uh, the Denver Nuggets, um, I mean, not of Utah, they've dominated this, this division. And it really, I mean, they're so far ahead in it, it's, it's, that, that has never been the consideration. Um, the Portland's three games behind them, uh, but they just lost Yusuf Nurkic, and they're going to need uh, Damian Lillard and uh, C.J. McCollum to really, really step up. Now, Portland has won six in a row. So obviously, you know, uh, they're still a dangerous team, and I would never discount them uh, with those two guys on the team. But the Nuggets, you know, they're tied for the first first place in the Western Conference again, and it'll be going down to the wire again. And the Nuggets in two games or, or one game uh, play the uh, Golden State Warriors again. So, you know, let's we're going to be seeing how the Nuggets are testing their mettle again. But one of the reasons I wanted to uh, do this podcast today is talk about Jamal Murray. And uh, if you hear typing right now, it is because I am looking up Jamal Murray on Basketball Reference. See, I do use stats sometimes. So, um, we are at a point now where Jamal Murray is so important that... I'm starting to believe, I'm sorry, I'm drinking a, uh, a uh, Coke Zero, uh, Zero Sugar. Uh, it's orange vanilla. I decided to try it today, and uh, it is okay. And it is not great, but it is okay. Um, we need to start looking at Jamal Murray as a not a secondary star for the Nuggets, but as the other star. And he has been wildly inconsistent this year. Wildly inconsistent. But what has happened is his ability to 
I mean, he is averaging 18.3 points a game this year. 4.8 assists. Um, 4.2 rebounds. I mean, he is averaging career highs aside from steals. He's averaging career highs in every category. And uh, his uh, three-point percentage is a little down from last year. But, you know, 36%, 37% is not bad at all. Um, what you need um, from Jamal Murray is something that, I mean, after watching the Nuggets again beat the Oklahoma City Thunder, um, you need Jamal Murray to be not number two. You need him to be 1A. Um, people have this whole ecology of the NBA twisted, and it's always been that way. At least this is my view. The Nuggets, excuse me, in the NBA, yeah, you need the, the rule of three. You need a three, three guys that can be, uh, you know, if not dominant players, then um, star players. Now, the Bulls of the 90s actually really only had two. Um, that's how good Michael Jordan was. Um, and that's how good Scottie Pippen was. Uh, Scottie Pippen would be a star, a feature star on any other team in the 90s. It just so happened that he played with Michael Jordan and uh, was considered to be second star. But if you guys remember, um, those of you who are old enough remember, then the Bulls, Scottie Pippen ran the second unit in the second quarter uh, into the fourth and into the third quarter into the fourth, excuse me, from the second quarter, quarter, from the first quarter into the second, and then third into the fourth. And he really was that guy who was the second captain of the team. There was Jordan, and then there was there was Scottie Pippen. And it wasn't a necessary, I mean, uh, and, and if you're captaining the second unit, you are in charge of making sure that the team A maintains the lead and hopefully expands it while the starters are out. Um, and you're the starter that's in there to shepherd the ship. And usually leads are either, you, your barometer of your team goes with that st- first stint of the second unit because your lead can be dwindled away and lost and you can be in a hole big time if things go wrong. Um and a lot of times this year, the Nuggets have had that happen. Well, part of this is Jamal Murray is, when he's at his best, this Nuggets team is extremely dominant. And part of it is because Jamal Murray is taking advantage of his time of that second unit and being a dominant scorer. And largely that has to do with, in the second unit, with Monte Morris, he doesn't have to handle the ball as much. Now, in the first unit, he really doesn't either because Nikola Jokic is the... It's a bunch of dribble hand. Let's face it; it's pick and rolls and dribble handoffs in that in that first unit, and uh, it's we're not we're not talking like you know they're not using an abacus or not an abacus. They're not using uh not using some sort of diagrams outside to 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 formulate complicated plays. It really is just cut, dribble handoff, pick and roll. You know that's really the basis of it. Uh, it's just Jokic is really good at getting it to on weird angles and getting them into players that you don't expect. Um, with the second unit, you really have Monte Morris running the point guard and Jamal Murray has been the guy who has been when he's right. And when he is hitting on all cylinders, uh, he's the guy that really takes advantage of that stint. And if, if all things go well, he expands the lead last night, Jamal Murray had 27 points and, Nikola Jokic had 23, and, you know, 
Jokic already had six re, um, had sixteen rebounds, but the 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 stat line that uh, that Jamal Murray put up with twenty seven and I believe nine assists, he was the star of the game. He was the player of the game. He is the reason the Nuggets won were at where they were at. And there's been a lot of games this year where that's been Jamal Murray. As the, we get into the playoffs, Jamal Murray and his ability to be say throw him in there on a on a uh, small ball unit where he is the small forward. Okay, remove Will Barton from the equation. Put Jamal Murray at small forward, Monte Morris at point guard, Gary Harris at shooting guard, and then rotate Paul Millsap um, and uh, Mason Plumley with Nikola Jokic in there, and you can have a really potent kind of lineup right there as, as uh, the playoff um, rosters get shrunk. That is what you can do to kind of uh, find out what kind of uh, potent minutes you can have with that kind of unit. And I think Jamal Murray's ability to be the scorer, the shooter, and do all of that stuff is the biggest key to this Nuggets team. We know what Jokic is. Let's remove him for a second. We know what he is. Jamal Murray is not necessarily an unknown, but he's a guy who needs to do it all the time. He needs to do it as consistently as possible. And, you know, Michael Malone has talked about how he needs to uh, stop the spikes in his scoring, uh, like really low or really high. I will disagree with Michael Malone, and it's surprise, surprise, I'm disagreeing with Michael Malone, but hear me out here. Um, I would disagree with Michael Malone in this way. It's not the spikes you have to worry about. He needs to raise the floor. You need He needs to have his bad nights be 20 points, right? That's what he needs. It's not that he needs to bring down his scoring. He needs to bring up his bad nights. That's that's really it. And if Nick, and if uh, Jamal Murray can have a, on an off night shooting and still get twenty points, um, that is when this team is going to be taking that next step. All right, and then whatever with Michael Porter Jr. brings or whatever comes in. Um, with all due respect to Will Barton, he is a scorer who needs the ball in his hands. And guys like that work well in certain situations, but what happens is all too often is it disrupts everything else. And that's not a slight on Will Barton. It's because Will Barton is that type of guy, and you need that type of guy, especially when everything is bogged down, right? Daniel Gallinari used to do that for the Nuggets when, when the Nuggets couldn't score for stretches. Gallo would just say, all right, screw it, I'm going to get to the line. And he would bull his way in and draw foul after foul after foul after foul, and break the team out of a slump when they couldn't score. And that is really kind of what Will Barton does, only he doesn't draw as much fouls as Gallo did. Um, his his job, is he feels, is to be more of a Kobe-like scorer. That's all well and good. But really, it's Jamal Murray who needs to be more of a scoring presence on this team because it's Murray who dictates the ceiling and he dictates this team's ability to be better and be better right now. It is Jamal Murray. Uh, when Jamal Murray has a great game, and I'm talking in the 20, high 20s, early, th- low 30s, this, the, the Nuggets, by and large, win those games. And not only do those they win those games, it's a comfortable win. I mean, if I got my stats right, which I know you guys will correct me if uh, I don't. He does. And when he does that, the ceiling of this team goes up so high. 
And I know it's like people are going like, well, duh, no shit, Jeff. You know, Jamal Murray duh, dictates the ceiling. I'm okay, yeah. This year I'm talking about. Let's remove everything else. Is it this year? Jamal Murray and his ability to improve down the stretch is more important than what Nikola Jokic is going to give you because we know what Nikola Jokic is going to give. He is a known quantity right now. All right, we're not guessing on anything with Nikola Jokic. We know exactly what he's going to bring. Um, and his ability to get better within those con- confines is will dictate his, the rest of his career. But as far as this Nuggets team go, Jamal Murray is so freaking important. He is that 1A, or excuse me, 1B guy, all right, if whatever you, however you want to delineate it. He is that guy that needs to be the star to the, to the side that shines just as brightly as Nikola Jokic because oftentimes in these games where the Nuggets get blown out, Murray gets discouraged. He starts chucking shots, and you know he doesn't, like losing. I mean, of the people in that locker room, the one who is most visible when the Nuggets are losing and when he gets that much discouraged uh, and gets visibly upset by the loss is Jamal Murray. Uh, Jamal Murray is the guy that gets, that just hates that sort of thing. He hates losing, which is great. You need that sort of thing, right? And you need that guy to be consistent. That's all you need to do. And, and by consistent, I mean consistently good. I don't mean scoring 15 points a game. I mean scoring on a bad night, as I said before, 20 points and up. And that's where Nicole, or excuse me, that's where uh, Jamal Murray needs to be. And he has needed to be for a while. And you saw it again when the Nuggets beat the Oklahoma City Thunder. How the team was in control. The Nuggets were in control of that game. Yeah, they've had moments where they would either get out of the lead or things would get close. But by and large, the Nuggets were in control of that game. And I never looked at that game and thought, you know, the Nuggets are going to lose this. I never did. I had ultimate confidence the Nuggets were going to win that. And that was mostly because Jamal Murray was going good. And when he's going good, things are going good for the Nuggets. And this is what will be key going forward for this team. The key. What Jamal Murray does, how he goes forward, and what he does to kind of bring up his consistent high scoring. Because that's what they're going to need. And he's going to need uh, some help from Will Barton and Gary Harris on that to help to, to really understand when Jamal's hot. Understand that they need the ball in his hands. Not for him to chuck, but to have that gravity because that will open up everything else from everything for, excuse me, everything for everyone else. And it will make things easier. And I hope everyone kind of follows in the same line here because it will make this team's advance that much easier and simpler. And we won't be constantly on the seat of our pants wondering if the Nuggets can go anywhere because we'll know at the very least Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray can do something. And that really is the key. Okay, well, it's a short one today. Just wanted to get this one out about John Mel Murray. Thank you for all for joining me today. Like I said, there's going to be a couple of announcements coming up uh, with CSG, and I'll be letting you guys know what kind of uh, podcast, secondary podcast, I'm going to be doing. It'll be about a once every two weeks kind of thing, and kind of a fun thing. So I hope you all enjoy that. Thank you all for joining me, and I will be talking to you guys later. Goodbye.